When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kyle the Coach Duggan. <laughs> just me today. Only just, Duggan. Just Kyle, folks. Kevin is in Florida at the moment, and he is enjoying the sun the wizarding world. He is Avita Khadiving everybody with his wand. It is uh he's having a good old time. So but I we, do like to think I like to think of Kevin walking around with one of those super expensive realistic wands. Oh yes. And you like go to all the spots and it actually does stuff. Oh yeah. And he's like, Stellan, leave me alone. I gotta do it. <laughs> he's like trying to do the flick just right. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh we don't have Kevin for this episode, but uh we do have uh, fan focus. We've got a bolt insight that he did, so he will still be making appearances, and he may make an appearance for Asmo Bam. I'm not really sure yet. We'll have to find we'll out. We'll see if we can pull him. I mean, it's going to be a tough pull with him being in Florida, but we'll see what we can do. Um, all right. Well, let's start this episode off looking over at CBSSports.com, uh, ranking NFL 2022 triplets part two: Chargers edge out Bengals for top spot. Chiefs slipping. So the triplets, from my understanding, is you look at their QB, running back, and top wide receiver, and they're and they're ranking them over at CBS Sports. And Chargers right now have the number one spot with Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, and Keenan Allen. Uh, the article says the Burrow Chase connection figures to be one of the NFL's best for a long time and was nearly enough to nab Cincy the top spot in our rankings. As you can see from the average rankings and the fact that both teams only received votes between first and fourth, our panel considered these two teams the clear cream of the crop a step above Buffalo. Herbert's remarkable first two seasons, Eckler's breakout as maybe the league's best pass-catching running back, and Allen's year-to-year consistency are likely what earned Los Angeles just a single more first-place vote than Cincinnati and made the Chargers the number one team in this year's triplets rankings. 
And that's crazy because that's not just one guy going out there and saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the Chargers the best. They did like a poll right, yeah. of several writers or whoever it is. And the consensus is that the Chargers, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen are the best trio in the league. In the league. Yeah. Yeah. The, the average for the Chargers was a 1.8. Highest, obviously, would it be if they all got ones. Lowest was four. So um, obviously not everybody thought that they should be in first place, but by taking the vote, Doing the average, yada yada. Yeah. Chargers got that number one it's, spot. I don't know. That's shocking to me. That the hype is real for the Chargers this offseason. Absolutely. This is not what we get. Like it's just there's just no way. I wonder if you even get this without the additions. These guys are all returners, right? Do you mm-hmm. think that we're voted the number one trio if without the additions of Mike Williams, obviously returning? Mm-hmm. Um Cleo Mack, Kyle Van Oy, JC Jackson, without the hype of all of them being on our team, even though most of them have nothing to do with the offense, do you think that we still get the number one spot? I don't think so. Well, I mean, you got to look at it. First of all, you look at Justin Herbert last year, I think through the second most yardage. I think he definitely broke 5,000. It was just him, I think, and yeah. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady yeah, him. that broke yeah. 5,000. So, and that's just in his second year, sophomore yeah. season. Um, and like the like the article said, they're taking a look at both of his first seasons just as like how phenomenal he's been consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what no, to no, expect I, for the third season. Right. You, you look at Austin Eckler, who uh tied, I believe. 20 for, touchdowns. Yeah, 20 touchdowns, same amount yep. as Jonathan Taylor. Uh didn't have the same amount of yardage, but definitely had more receiving yards than Jonathan yeah. Taylor. So he kind of shows the flexibility of that position. And in this year, in this in the in this world's NFL, that's what you want. You want pass catching right. guys. Yeah. And then Keenan Allen, who, as we've talked about before, has just been an underrated wide receiver, but puts up the numbers, puts up the yeah. catches, puts up the yardage. I think the only thing that maybe dings him is the is the amount of touchdowns. He's not necessarily getting the same amount of touchdowns as some of these other big wide receivers, but right. he's been consistent. He's been there. And so you look at that and just kind of take all of that into consideration. I think that I think the argument is there to to legitimately vote these no, guys number one without the addition of of the other players. I completely agree. All I'm saying is from a uh, a, non, a non-biased opinion, mm-hmm. I don't think the Chargers get this kind of hype if not for the other additions that we made. Yeah. You and me agree. Justin Herbert is, I think, a top five quarterback in the league. Easily. Austin Eckler is a top five running back. Keenan Allen is a top five wide receiver. Yeah. It's rare to get three guys at all those positions top five in the entire NFL. Right. So... I, I completely agree that they're the number one trio. I just don't think that we get bumped over Burrow and uh, the guys on the Bengals, Mixon and, and um, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Jamar uh, Chase. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that we get bumped over them without the hype of this offseason. Yeah. They're coming off a Super Bowl run. That's true. We're coming off missing the playoffs. Right. These guys are all returners. Right. So I just think that, that what we've done in this offseason, the Charger hype train is very, very real. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt, that's for sure. Um, and it's just, again, good to see that this was a vote. It wasn't just one guy. Because yeah, we've seen that, guy. too. Like, uh, right. the, you know, guys putting power rankings, and it's like, I'm usually wrong with these things, but I'm going to do yeah. it anyway. And they just you you question if they're just doing that to get clicks, right? They're just, right. Hey, let's put yeah, the charges exactly. at one and see if this stirs up a bunch of people. Right, let's get some conversations going. Yeah. Um, but cool to see, so... Awesome yeah. over at CBSSports.com. Yay. This is the top of the list. <laughs> Number one, baby. That's right. Can't take that away from us yet. 
Um, all right. Well, OTAs are going on. Players are getting interviewed. And there are some quotes here from Justin Herbert on year two. He said, I think the biggest thing is understanding that we're miles ahead of where we were last year. Last year, we were focusing on calling the right plays in the huddle and making sure everyone was lined up in the huddle and getting lined up on the field. Guys have tons of film to look uh, back on from last year, and we're farther ahead of where we thought we were going to be. It's always great to add those guys in. We're adding a guard. We're adding another tight end. Those guys are smart, and they're able to pick it up really quickly. Yeah, it's huge. Because at the end of the day, as long as the quarterback knows what's going on, he can get everyone in the right spot. When Mm -hmm. you're in the huddle, he relays the play. If 90% of the core know what to do, he can tell Gerald Everett, hey, line up in the slot on the hash run this route, if they're in this, change to this. Mm-hmm. But if he has to do that to all five guys and he's not really comfortable, it's 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 night and day. And everything, I think the most of our success and the change from last year to this year is going to be consistency. Right. Everything, our wide receiver one, our wide receiver two, our wide receiver three, and our running back one are all the same. Right. Ex- the only thing that's now changes our tight end one. Right. That guy with all of those other guys helping him get caught up will get ready to go and and be up to speed real quick. Right. Yeah. Same coaches. Uh, yeah. Most of the offensive line. And I mean, think really the pivotal points of the offensive line being yeah, left tackle yeah, yeah. in the center. Center. Um, yeah. Staying consistent. And so, our right tackle, although people question his ability to perform, he's another year in the offense as well. He that's knows very true. the calls. He knows the protections. He's going to be better than a Joe Schmo that you pick up that has no idea of anything. So, right. I think that's also the thing that people have been pointing out that this is going to be Justin's first year having that consistency. Since high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if last year was like struggles and he still puts up over 5,000 yards, what is next year going to be like? Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting to think about. Um, and then he went on to talk about uh, his attendance or the attendance at OTAs. He said, I think it's great team building to have everyone together and have that camaraderie of being together and knowing each other. I think that helps on the field. When things get tough, whether it's the fourth quarter or fourth down, knowing the guy next to you and being able to trust him. Yeah, that's that's football. Right. You know, like you build. And last week, I kind of tried to defend the guys that didn't show up. And as I thought about it, that's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of sucks because like you, that's when you build those bonds, like in high school football and two a days in the summer, bef- way before games are starting mm-hmm. when you have double days all summer and you're just dying or spring ball, even further before that, which is basically what this is. Mm-hmm. The guys that show up to spring ball have a different camaraderie and level of relationship than the guys that, Oh, you know what? I was playing basketball. So now I'm here. It's summer. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that is kind of a bummer type thing, but, um, it's cool that Justin, that's what he's showing up looking for. And he's there. Right. Well, I think he's definitely in that leadership role. And yeah. so I think it's more, it behooves him more to, to yeah, show up to something mind. like that. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and same for Derwin James. And they talked to Derwin James on what he's looking to improve. Uh, he said for myself, just being more of that leader. There you go. Being more of that vocal leader that we need on defense and the locker room, just taking that to another level. Showing up every day and leading a by uh, leading a great example for the young guys coming in like JT Woods and Khalil Mack. They're new here. Khalil is a veteran guy, but just showing them how we do things around here, I feel like that's going to help our team. Yeah, huge. That's I don't know. 
there's just no dollar amount you can put on the significance of Derwin James to our team. Mm-mm. He just has to be signed up long term because has to has to. At this it just point. has to get done. I don't care if you're worried about injuries. Injuries happen. It's the National Football League. You exactly. let him go. You bring someone else in that doesn't have those. They could still get hurt. So right. just sign the man, pay him his monies, and let's go. Because this is the kind of thing that not everyone just has respect from Cleo Mack. Not everyone has respect of Kyle Vanoise, these veterans in the league that have won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to go to any team and give someone instant respect like a lot of the league does for Derwin James. J.C. Jackson is a vet in the league now. This is his second contract. Right, yeah. He respected Derwin so much that he came to the team. That's true. So just pay just pay this man. It's it's just too vital to have him on the team. I, Yeah, I'm a, obviously a big fan of Derwin <laughs> James, but yeah, get, get this guy locked up long-term. Absolutely, yeah. Watching, watching previous games... Um, I don't remember what video I was watching, but it, w- it was showing him being mic'd up last year and talking to Brandon Staley and Brandon Staley just saying like, I love the way that you talk to these guys. You're the one that hypes these guys up. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. are, you're the dude. So yeah. y- you know that he is, you see him at the, at the groundbreaking ceremonies and everything like that. Right. It's like, if you don't sign this guy, it's a problem. Like the pitchforks yeah. might come out for something Tommy like T's that. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, you're, that would be. You're dead to me if this doesn't get done. Tommy exactly. T. So it, it's got to happen, and I'm sure and that I don't it will. Do, I don't pull that card. I'm usually like, you know, what? trust the front office. If you don't, re, if you don't lock this guy up long term, you're dead to me. Right. Yeah. If, if if Kyle the coach is saying this, it's it's pretty big deal. Sign the man. Sign the man. Um, and if you want to see another big deal, go on over to chargerchat.com. <laughs> check out really good. check yeah. out some of the awesome stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, stickers. And uh, you can also chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Let's bring in that familiar voice I know and love. Let's hear Kev hugging Duggan. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're here with another Bolt Insight, and we got a really good one this this week. We got former Chargers, Courtney Van Buren and Hannick Milligan. What is going on, guys? Man, good afternoon, man. Bless, bless. Can't complain. What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Ah, oh, man, so, so excited, like, to have... Two former Chargers at the same time. This is like insane. So um, let, let's let, let's kick it off. You know, you guys were both drafted in the same draft class in 2003. Um, Courtney, you were third round. Hannick, you were sixth. You know, we just had the draft. We got a lot of these new players coming in. It's really exciting for us as Charger fans. Let's start with you, Courtney. Like, what was it like for you coming into the league, you know, back in 2003? I mean, man, it was, uh, you know, it was just kind of the culmination of, man, a lot of hard work, you know, a lot of, Dedication, a lot of, you know, a sacrifice, man. And, um, man, it, it was a great time, man. And, 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 you know, every every year, you know, when the draft comes around, it just, it just continuously, you know, kind of dredges up those those good memories. But do, it was definitely a good time, man. Do you see, like, when, when these guys are getting picked, you kind of projecting yourself up there of, like, man, I remember what that was like. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, so, like, every year is like a, it's, it's like a, a, a re, you know, just, just a renewal of that feeling. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it was definitely a good time in 2003. And, yeah. and even now, you know, c- continuing on to now, I mean, everything is good. So, yeah. Glad to hear it. And then same for you, same for you, Hannick, like j- joining up with, uh, and we talked to you, I'm so glad you're back on with this, like your 
longest running guest. This is your third time with us. I'm so excited oh, yeah. for it. Um, but what was it like, you know, joining up with with Courtney in that that 2003 draft? Oh man, it was amazing, man. I think, like I was telling him, I don't think they had a better draft class than what we had, man. <laughs> not only like not only talent wise, but just just how we bonded, man. We was all brothers, and you know, it wasn't nobody who drafted first, second. It didn't matter, man. And and we we all was successful, man. And we but we the unity was was like beyond mm-hmm. I've ever had. So outside yeah, we, all, we were all cool. We all hung out. I mean, we we did everything together. So I mean, yep. it was. It's definitely a special 2003. I mean, you know, yeah. I know there were other previous draft passes, but you know, we we were definitely yeah. tight. And that yeah, we was that makes me wonder, like, because you're kind of like it's this weird kind of kind of scenario where you're getting forced together. Like, all right, well, this is gonna work or it's not. So, are there right. other times where you're like, oh wow, I don't know if this is gonna work out so well. I mean, I mean, go go ahead, go ahead. No, no, you got it, you got it. No, I mean, I just I feel like the just just in general in San Diego from playing there and playing in other place you know other places and hearing about other places you know the locker room aspect in San Diego at that time was very everybody hung out everybody was cool you know it wasn't no clicks it was just like everybody we just came into a, a, a great organization at a great time so that's what I, that was one of my memories from that time just it was a very close knit locker room you know team yeah uh like it like it started with lt and drew and lorenzo neal and them guys man the leaders of the team uh they welcomed us in uh it was no look down on us anything and that's where that's what started it all man we have guys like that leading the way and showing others that hey unity it is the key of all things and it just made it fun man all the joking around and just no matter what the situation was, man, you know, we yeah, just, we had catch, fun. No, catch no, in that truth, man. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was cool. Well, and it's cool too. Definitely. It's cool too right now. Cause like we're seeing kind of something happening like that for the chargers right now with our head coach, Brandon Staley and the kind of energy he gives off and like people want to get in there. So like the, the idea of these new players, like coming in, wanting to be chargers, and that being like a positive environment, do you think that's going to help them get going faster and click faster? Yeah, man. Um, that's the key. Um, when when you have your players buying in and your coach bring that type of energy, um, you know, he I think what what I see in him is he got it from McVay. Um, just you see how he, he celebrates with his players. And I think the turnaround, you know, not to, not to knock the other coach before, but I think with the new generation. And how things are now, he was the he was a perfect fit for the Chargers and the team they have. Yeah, and I mean he's a gussy coach. You know, what I mean I like coaches that go for on fourth and long and that that aren't aren't afraid to make the different, you know, the things that aren't as traditional as I guess as a football fan, as a good football player. But you know, it's good for the progression of the game because, you know, sometimes it is, you can go for it on fourth and long and and, and it works and, and it's good for the, for the fans. It, it, it raised the excitement and it makes the guys want to play hard. So, I mean, I, I think that, that the, the Chargers right now are in a great place to, to go as far as they want to go. They got a great quarterback, a great defense. You know, they just they just um, made the trade for Mac and, and they got some guys got got Bosa coming back. I mean, I mean, now is now is the time, you know, I mean, what, what they have a great stadium. I mean, we were there last December. 
and and hung out. I mean, that's a world class stadium. So, I mean, why not? Why not now? You know, turn it around and, and take it to the next level. No, for sure. And and I'm excited about that because you guys, you know, 2004 year, you were on the 12 and four Marty Schottenheimer team where uh, that was a charger team. Like that was fun to watch. That football was yeah. insane. So like yeah, we, we talk a little yeah, bit about, about like what, what, you know, cause all charger fans were like the predictions, like, all right, we're 12, we're going to be 12 and four. We're going to, you know, 12 and five, whatever we're going to be. What do you think it's going to take for us to be a team kind of like what you guys had in 2004? Um, growth, chemistry. It started already. As you see the turnaround, finished games, and just the way, like to figure out all Courtney said, the coach, by going for it, he's showing belief on both sides. Yeah. So that makes a difference. And um you know, I think, showing, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just saying how you you could see by the moves they made this offseason, they trying to win now. And they're going to be a, like, seriously, it's going to be a tough outing for whoever they face. Long as they stick to the, to what they've been doing and continue to grow the quarterback development, uh, the run game, you know, they got the receivers just balanced, but I seen like get the defense. Now that Bosa's not going to be able to get double team. You got Mac, you got the secondary. I feel it's going to be a very special year for them boys. Yeah. I mean, like Hannah said, you know, it's a lot of it's predicated on, on chemistry, you know what I mean? And and the team unity, the locker room aspect, you know, are guys hanging out with each other, you know, are guys off the field or they or on the field or they challenging each other in the, in the, in the classroom and in, in the film room, you know, in the weight room and training and on the, the, you know, everything, all aspects. But a lot of that, the guys have to hang out, you know, hang out, be with each other, you know, just, just, to take it back to the 2004 time, the thing, the things that made us special at that time is that, like I said, the locker room was together. You know, everybody hung out. Everybody went out and ate. You know, every, the, the old line were cool. The DBs, DBs were cool. The line, you know, everybody was cool. So I think to, in order to replicate or even surpass that type of, of um, you know, of success, you you have to have the team chemistry and and the locker room aspect on deck as well. Yeah, that, definitely. That that it's exciting. It's good to hear, and it feels kind of like we're seeing that. You're seeing all these, you know, and it's different now because we have social media. So these players are posting their workouts. You guys didn't have that back then. It wasn't such a prominent wow. thing. So we're getting to see a little bit more of that. That that was my other question for you guys is like the the idea of you know what, what do you think it would be like for you playing now with social media and interaction with fans and like what do you, what do you think about that? I'll start with you, Courtney. I mean, I used to, you know, I used to be in the clubs a little bit, so I'm kind of glad that social media wasn't around. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing nothing too crazy, but you know, I hung out a little bit. But uh, you know, I think that in this era of, um, you know, social media and things like that, I think that that players do have to be more mindful of the things that they're doing because you know everybody has a camera phone, everybody has. So I think that the things that that we may have, I guess. Um, did and didn't think had a second thought about I think that the players now you know professional you know if, if you're ever in the limelight you're always going to be kind of a target so you just have to just be kind of careful and mindful in in these you know in these times with, with the social media and everything yeah what about you Hannick oh uh, man I, I'm thinking about what he said echo what he said man yeah we had some great times and I wasn't a, a guy that went out a lot but and when I went out, I went out with them guys and teammates. So, <laughs> but, but, hey, 
like you said, man, it, it would have been it would have been wild. I mean, fun. Yeah. You no, know, not like you said, nothing outrageous, but that you crazy, know, crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you just, just the way you're laughing at him when he says that <laughs> brings me to my next question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is one of your best memories? of being a charger, like some story or something that like comes to mind immediately. Let's start with you, Courtney. Man, just, I mean, just simple, just, uh, you know, coming out, coming out the tunnel, you know, starter in the NFL, you know, that's something that uh, I think that every, every, every kid that, that straps on the equipment, you know, that's kind of what they, they um, envision or that's what they, that's what they kind of, that's the ideal they're going for. And for me to do it from a, you know, a, small school like you know Arkansas Pine Bluff you know very that that sends guys to, to schools and I mean and it sends guys to the NFL now but at the time we weren't you know just a, a big school that a lot of people knew of it was it was definitely you know just kind of that was that was one of the best moments that, on top of just hanging out with the guys and just being you know being able to 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 to, to say that you were with with this person, or you know this person, Drew Brees, Doug yep. Flutie, you know uh, Antonio yeah, Gates. You know what I'm saying? These are the guys that you know. Yeah. You know, and, and and you know just just that that type of stuff, man. You you know you can't put a price on that. And um, you know it's definitely been a great ride, man. And the ride ain't over. It's gonna get better. And hey, all good. Awesome. What about yep. you, Hennig? Oh, uh, the fans, man. When come, come like you say, when before kickoff, doing the bird, bird, bird signals, <laughs> wings, the crowd getting talking. Mm-hmm. They had Milligan's Mafia, Milligan's Island, little corner, and the, and like my teammates, man, my teammates, like yeah. the whole the whole organization, man, was very supportive of all of us, man. They had our back. The, the trainers, the equipment oh, yeah. managers. I ain't gonna lie, I've I've never seen nothing. In a in an environment where from top to bottom, it was it was yeah. like a family. shout out shout out to James Collins and the, and and Damon yeah. Mitchell and all them guys yeah, in the training man. room. You know nah. those guys, great Duddy. You know what I'm saying Chris yeah. Smith and, and equipment, all them guys, man. Just the yeah, whole man. the whole organization was was solid. Like everybody was cool. Every the, the people, man. We just it was it was it was it was awesome. Off the high tower, you know, he was my he was my counselor. He was my counselor in, in college. That's the craziest thing about it, man. Whoa, that's how God yeah. worked, though. Yeah, off the high tower, he's still there, man. Them guys are blessed to have that heaven there, man. But like he said, yeah, it was, it was a family. It was a family of fire. I'm telling you, man. Any like that that era was was awesome, man. Coach Marty, he kept it. Hey, he'll get on you, but he had your back. He had your back. Yeah, he had your back. A lot of times I could have gotten some in in there with, with my DB coach. He, he used to call him to the side. So yeah, I uh, love it. All right, well, hey guys, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and and spending some of your time with us. We it was so awesome chatting with you and getting some of these stories. Definitely, anytime, man. Anytime. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, hey, man. You wild, man. <laughs> All right, take it easy, guys. All right, I'll be blessed. Cool, All right, B. All right, dog. Hit me. Bye. Dude, the Milligan Mafia. Get out of here. Sick. That is that awesome. Is yeah. Oh, God. Well, folks, we, we are yet again blessed with riches to not have one but two former Charger players. I mean, Milligan 
he, he's just he, he's on. I mean, you can't get him away yeah. from the Charger Jet. Now. Yeah, he's just our guy. <laughs> he's just our go-to yeah. guy. We are the Milligan Mafia now. That's right. Oh my God, yes, we are. Um, <laughs> and and getting Courtney Van Buren, that is that is sweet. That is so cool to to get not one but two and having these guys talk. I want to know what's going on in those clubs. I mean, they said nothing crazy is going on, but. When you when they gotta start laughing, it'd be like, yeah, I don't we buy got it. Some, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to know yeah. what was going on, but that is uh, so cool. That I just, is so cool. I think interviewing like ex Charger players, you get a more real, like, authentic, vulnerable response. Absolutely. You know, yeah. You you don't you don't get the cookie cutter of what needs Mm-mm. to be said. No, They're, they get they gain nothing by talking up the franchise and the organization. Um, and listening to them talk, I, to me, a, a good, a good locker room is the result of a good head coach, right? A guy, a leader, right? A leader that leads the whole team, not yeah. just here's the X's and O's, but he leads the team and puts people in place to be able to facilitate some of that stuff of guys hanging out and Lyman being friends with DBs and Marty Schottenhammer was that guy. And yeah. I think we have that guy again in Brandon Staley. Well, that's what so, they were saying. It's they, really fun. They, yeah. they, they game recognize game. Like they recognize that. Yeah, dude. Like they they love that. That's the thing that always kind of cracks me up too is seeing people go like, well, if if Staley could stop pretending like he's playing Madden and stop going for it on fourth down, maybe you guys might have a shot. And it's like, dude, the yeah. players love this. Like they <laughs> yeah. are jazzed about this. Like yeah. players love it. Fans love it. So. Like that's not a bad thing. Like you, you no. throwing that out as like a negative doesn't. Monday morning quarterbacking well is yeah. not helpful. No. Yeah. So I, I love hearing them talking about that and uh, yeah. and and just the camaraderie ar- around everything yeah. around the whole draft and everything like that. Like there it didn't matter what position you were, it didn't matter where you were drafted. It was just like everybody just hung out and had a good time. And like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it speaks to the coaching. It speaks to the staff. It speaks to the leadership of that team. And for them to recognize yeah. that in Brandon Staley. As a fan now, you got to know that that's a pretty damn good thing. So, um, because, and like you said, they don't have any reason to say positive stuff. Like we've heard ex Charger players that have not been happy with the way the organization has been ran, but these guys, Matt Matt Slauson has a podcast that pretty much reams on the Chargers a lot of the time. So it, it, but that was under, that's my point is that organization has stayed the same. The the ownership has stayed the same. Right. The only thing that was different is Slauson had a different head coach. Right. Yeah. And that guy did not. Who, who, I don't remember who exactly he he played under, but I think it was McCoy. Any of those? Yeah, they just they didn't yeah. have that that environment that was that friendly camaraderie. Let's be boys. Even if we don't have the greatest facilities here in San Diego, it doesn't matter. We're we're gonna go out there and play together, and right. that's what a good coach can do, big time. Um, so Hannock, Courtney, thank you both for coming thank on and chatting with Kevin. Awesome. That is again, it's so cool to get. Yeah. Charger players on here, regardless of when they play. They were Charger players. They're bolted for life. Oh. So, like I said, I am. I like it more that we have the ex players, the guys that have been through it, and now they're they're they've gone off and done the whole other thing, and now they can look back with fondness because that's that's what we are. We're on the outside looking in as fans, big time. All right, well, let's go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Dylan from Georgia. What is going on, Dylan? Oh, not much. Same old, same old. Glad to be a part of the show, dude. Thank you. Awesome. And yeah, we're super pumped to have you. We've been going back and forth for like, I feel like a month that we finally coordinated it and we're together and it's happening. So um, yeah, it was meant to be. Let's uh, find out, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Oh, dude, when I was a little kid, 
I would probably say the 2004 season is when I really paid attention. The first year of Philip Rivers. The first game I remember is when Drew Brees was still playing. I think the rookie year of LT and Gates. But then Madden really got me into football. So the 2004 Madden playing with the Chargers, that Navy helmet, it just got me my blood boiling. That's awesome. So like, what's it? You know, I always like to ask fans from out of out of state. What's it like being a Charger fan in Atlanta? Because that is clearly a football, you know, in Georgia, there's clearly a football team not too far away from you. What's it like being a Charger fan out there? It's tough. I don't have really any Charger fans out this way, uh, friends this this way, but it's awesome. Uh, a lot of shit talking, a lot of, you know, back and forth, but it's good time. We all, you know, all, I have a shit ton of uh, Falcon fans, so we give each other hell and it's it's fun. But I wish there were more Charger fans I could talk to. No, for sure. Well, it doesn't it because I moved out to Missouri and I felt like I became a stronger fan when I was away from like the comfort of other fans. You kind of have to double down on your fandom around the other teams. Dude, big time. You got to just like just go all out sometimes. So I understand that 100%. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, what have you been most excited about this offseason? There's a lot to choose from. It's kind of the thing we like to ask everybody because I get different answers. So what do you most excited about that happened this offseason? I think the best thing that happened for us is how Joey Bosa got help. Khalil Mack coming off the head with Joey Bosa. That's just, I mean, that's insane. And then that's going to help. Even if, say, we didn't get so much more secondary help with, you know, uh, J.C. Jackson and J.T. Woods, just with that pass pass rusher alone, I feel like it's going to be huge. Because yeah. Joey was getting double, triple teamed. I mean, it's going to be insane in my opinion. Yeah, and he's had been one of the most productive edge rushers in the league. What is it going to do when you have another elite guy on the other side? Like, what are the numbers going to be this year? Dude, it has to be at least 15 sacks and <laughs> I love you it. Know, 90, 100 pressures. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. There's so much to look forward to. It's like, this is so weird because our defense is so new. Like, it's so different than what it was last year. I know that D-line is going to be freaking crazy with Sebastian and Austin. I, I mean, I cannot freaking wait, dude. Yeah, and I like, like some of the other guys that didn't get a ton of playing time, like Braden Fajoko and uh, Forrest oh, Merrill. Awesome. Like, second year in this new defense. Like, you know, we'll see where those guys go. I really hope for Forrest Merrill makes the team. But, you know, with uh, – I can't pronounce his name, but the new draft pick, the D-line we got from UCLA. Yeah. We'll just call him Tito. That's what the Tito. nickname is, yeah. Yeah, Tito, dude. I, but I hope Merrill makes it because he's just like a big old meatball just swallowing people. <laughs> yes, he's a giant meatball. Um, <laughs> I love that. Um, so, you know, what has been like your biggest Charger memory? Like, have you been to any games? Like, what's been your biggest memory so far as a Charger fan? I've been to one preseason game years ago when Philip Rivers was still playing, and I got to see LT, but none of the starters played. But my favorite memory is in 2016 when I got to go when the Chargers came to the last year of the Georgia Dome. I think it was the last year they were in San Diego as well. And that was just the coolest thing. I got autographs from Melvin Gordon, Melvin Ingram signed my jersey, Hunter Henry, he took pictures with me. And so that that was by far my favorite Charger memory, even though a lot of those players are long gone or on other teams. But yeah, going to a game is awesome. And they're actually coming to Atlanta this year. So I'm me and my nephew and my girlfriend are actually going to go and I'm freaking stoked. Awesome. That'll be fun, man. That's uh, it's Chargers. You match them up against anybody. It's going to be fun. But like going to the new, like it's the Mercedes don't Mercedes feel. I can't Mercedes remember what it's called. Dome. That's yeah. right. Like that's going to be pretty awesome. So you got, you got to represent for us for sure. 
Oh, dude, the last time I went, I was going crazy. I was shit-talking Falcons fans. And, you know, they in 2016, they actually got that huge lead. We were down by, like, 17 at halftime. We came back and won it with uh, um, Lambeau still going overtime. And, dude, it was actually a cool little story. Is My friend and me, he's a diehard Falcons fan, and we made a tattoo bet. If the Chargers win, he'd get a Chargers bolt. And if they won, I would get a Falcons bolt. And oh, he actually shit. did. He got it behind his kneecap. And he got a chocolate <laughs> ball. It's all, he got it like two days before his wedding, too. And oh, she was my pissed. God. That is a real friend to commit to a bet like that. That's gnarly. He did. It was Andrew Springer, and I love him. But, yeah, he actually did it. Good, man. I hope to meet him and high-five the back of his leg one day. Heck, yeah, dude. So, all right, Dylan. Well, hey, dude, it was an absolute pleasure and you know, meeting you and learning a little bit more about you, man. But you got you to gotta stay in touch. We got to try and meet up one of these days. Absolutely. If you have, maybe y'all could try to make it to the Atlanta game, but if not, it's on my bucket list. I'm coming to LA one time to watch a Charger game in a year or two. So I definitely like to hit up and I love the show. Y'all are awesome and y'all make my whole day better. We appreciate that, man. That means a lot to us. And uh, all right, brother, we'll have a great one. And, you know, don't be a stranger. Thank you. You too, man. Bolt up. Bolt up. Okay. I love you. Bye. I okay, love you. Bye. Well, Dylan, that was, dude, you were hype, man. That was such let's a go. Let's I'm go. I'm freaking ready. Let's go. I'll go I'm to so Atlanta ready. right now. I'll run there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You were so excited. And, and it, that is infectious, man. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I feel for you. I mean, living in Idaho, like, honestly, I'm surrounded by more like Seattle Seahawk and Denver Bronco fans than I am by any other fan base like occasionally i'll see a charger fan but it is rare so i i feel you for being out in georgia find your local diehard bowl club and if there is yes. one start one hit up rike and we'll see what we can do absolutely yes i think that is that is a great way to find the other fans because it is it, it is a situation like I know that now that there is a, a diehard bowl club up here in idaho but prior yeah. to the the start of that it's like all the fans were all just kind of sprinkling around. I guarantee yeah. you there are other Charger fans there, but you just don't see them. You don't interact with them, whatever the situation is. So absolutely reach out to the Die Hard Bolt Club. If there isn't a chapter, I don't have it offhand. If there is a Georgia chapter. So if there is, find it. I guarantee you will find other Charger fans to hoot and holler with on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and if there isn't, I think you've got the energy to be the leader of the Die Hard Bolt Club in Georgia, my man. Yeah. So... Uh, again, thank you for coming on and chatting with Kevin. Yeah, thanks, fam. Um, all right, gang. Well, now it's time to go to Ask Bolt Fam. Let's see if I can. Can I find my Kevin phone? <laughs> can I shoot up the Kevin signal? Will it happen? <laughs> wait, wait. What would a Kevin signal be? <laughs> oh, man. What would a Kevin signal be? <laughs> uh, what, what, in your mind, what symbolizes Kevin? Oh, God. <laughs> It'd have to be like a can of beer or something, right? Like a can of Boddington's, like boom, like, just shoot it up into like the duff sky. duff beer up in the sky, like That's right. Simpsons. Yeah. Let's see if we can light it up. Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. Catch you later, dude. Good luck, your boy. That's right, gang. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam. And hey there, look, look who showed hey, up. Oh, boy. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Well, here we go, folks. As we mentioned, Kev is on vacation, but he found a way to squeeze in for the Ask Bolt Fams. Do you guys want to see where I am? Like, literally, my family's sleeping in a room right now. Do you want to see where I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. show the see? audience. Yeah. yeah. Let's have a pan. 
I am in the little thing outside the elevator, and I'm in. I'm sure somebody's going to walk in here at some point and interrupt. And it's me. it's what time in Florida right now? It's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm burnt to shit after a day at the pool. So let's do this. I wasn't going to miss All this right. for the world. All right. Well, it was awesome that we were able to get your interviews in earlier, right? Yep. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm so pumped that um, Hannah and Courtney came on. That was so awesome talking to those guys. And we have more of those coming up. So Hannah's our connection to the past Love Charger Hannick, Charger players. So, so cool. it's going to be really good. So stay tuned. Awesome. All right. Well, let's waste no more time. Let's start this Ask Bolt fam with Gruder McBolt, who Woo-hoo. asked the question. What's this? What's this? There's powder blue everywhere. What's this? Football is in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, bulldog. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? The draft is come and gone. What's this? The streets are lined with Charger fans are laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly got Daffy? What is this? What's this? This player is throwing footballs instead of shooting texts. They're busy making rosters. Anybody has a chance. Herbert's throwing in tight windows, so I can't believe my eyes. The secondary plays in zone and receivers keeping up in stride. Oh, look, what's this? The O-line and D-line going toe-to-toe. He missed. Storm is letting DEs go. Filer is inspired. The gathering rounds daily calling plays and justing smoke and brisket, but no fire. What's this? What's this? It's here. They have a got scheduling. It's clear. And who would ever think they play the Raiders for the very first game with charges, touchdowns everywhere, and Carver's throwing interceptions without a care. So now correct me if I'm wrong. This looks like fun. This looks like fun. Oh, could it be a Super Bowl ring? What's this? (laughs) Oh, my. Look now. The schedule isn't bleak. We can't spy. It's looking rather sweet. At season's close, we're on the nose and earned a bye week. What's this? Playoffs are upon us and the nightmares are abound. Our opponents will fear us and when we win, you'll hear the sound of Kevin saying very nice and Coach Kyle won't have a frown. The smell of victory is absolutely all around. The sights, the smells, they're everywhere and all around. I've never felt so good before. The empty space inside as me is spilling out. I simply cannot get enough. I want it. Oh, I want it. Oh, I want it for my own. I've got to know. I've got to know what is this place that I have found. What is this? Super Bowl Town? Hmm. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> The amount of time put into making that and then the amount of time I can't imagine you rehearsed that because that was incredible. I have been rehearsing that that song since the movie came out. I listened to the soundtrack late 90s all the time. So there you go. (laughs) What a script. Wow. Yeah, if any of you get inspired to change the lyrics to a script, make sure I know the song first. Gruder was very lucky. I knew this song quite well. So uh oh, wow. Gruder, thank you for taking the time that was awesome to Beautiful. uh get us hyped up man super bowl town i'm it's about expectation it this year that's yeah. right i'm about it all right well thank you Gruder mcbolt let's move it on now to land i just i still i'm still i don't know if it's my sunburn or i'm hot but that was just so good it was well i want i want to i want to do my best for Gruder. he took the time i gotta i gotta give him my best so uh so there you go nailed Let, it 
Let's move it on now to Lando Griffin, who asked the question. All right, so uh, just a heads up, Lando asked for me to do Joey B as Liam Neeson talking to Derek Carr on the phone. So here we go. (laughs) No one knows who you are. No one knows what eyeliner brand you use. If you're looking for a better than fourth place in the AFC West, you won't get it. What I do have is a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career, skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you curl up into a ball now, that'll be the end of it. I will not hurt you. I will not slam you down. But if you don't, I will rush you. I will sack you. And I will teabag you. And then Carr is sobbing quietly and says, Good luck. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, Joey well, Bosa is coming for you, Mr. Carr. Because your guys well, are going to be too busy well, blocking Mac. Yeah, Joey like Bosa is going to have a straight line. I like the idea. You know how Liam Neeson in that in that movie and Taken, he like anybody else that's not the main guy, he just walks through like bah, 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 like just in a second. Right. That's yeah. like Joey Bosa yeah. going through the Raiders defensive line. Yeah. Just no. get out of my way. I'm here for a. I have a mission. I'm going to kill Derek Carr. <laughs> just Joey's going to be a hot knife. Smack. Joey's a hot knife in there. That offensive line is just going to be butter, baby. Which can cover. That's right. Really. Yeah. If you guys thought what their goofball did to Storm Norton was bad last year, just wait until Joey gets single <laughs> coverage on the outside. Oh, get ready. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. All right, Lando Griffin, thank you for pointing out uh, the obvious here for for Joey Bosa going to be teabagging car. But let's move it on now to BTFU. Who asked? I don't, my notes. I don't have my notes. I'm in a hotel lobby. <laughs> Who asked the question? What's up, Bull Fam? My question is what would be suitable for our fan base to chant during the games besides the good old cannonball charge? I'm thinking the Thunderstruck intro chant during a rally moment, and we'll slap those sheets for the drums on the Thunder part. If word is ever going to spread, it has to be through these podcast platforms. So let's brainstorm family trust respect. Can't love you, bye. I mean, I love that idea of like the whole stadium. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my my son loves that song so much because we headbang to the Chiefs game. He whenever oh, he yes. sees it on my phone, he pulls it up. I think that needs to be one hundred percent our theme song. And they play the game, so we just need to all act, like he said, get on the same page mm-hmm. and like let's let's create something around Thunderstruck. I'm all for that. Yeah, it's hard to think of anything better than that. Like what would like yeah. a chant like. Well, it's thunderstruck. That is the Chargers, you right? Know? Like it, it's just yeah. too on brand and too like it. It would be too good because there's such a like gap between plays. Say it's like the end of the game, like the Chiefs game in overtime. Chiefs have the ball. Where there's that gap in time before we kick off, then there's that gap in time before the first play. Mm-hmm. If the whole stadium starts doing that in the build up to the first play of the overtime, oh yes, that's something special. Oh yes. Yeah, I'm so down. I'll, I'll, if if somebody's down to start that, I'll get in on the chant. Also, oh, yeah. if I have certified, I'll do it. I'll, 
Like, I don't want to be out there doing it by myself, guys. But that's how but that's how it starts. You gotta embarrass the shit out of yeah. yourself, but also yeah. by the end of it, look cool as hell. Right, that's okay. when that's when it starts. It's like the first guy that starts a wave looks like an absolute idiot. But by <laughs> the end true. of it, he's the man. You got crowds of people going, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Kevin will be our sacrificial idiot. For that <laughs> would be my pleasure to be the jester <laughs> to get this rolling. We'll we'll make it happen, BTFU. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. All right. So the year is 2030, and your kids have chosen to be Raider fans. No matter how much nope. brainwashing you did to them as they grew up, they still chose the dark side. Are you A, throwing them off the Brooklyn Bridge, or B, sucking it up and becoming Raider fans yourself, or C, you come up with your own form of punishment for them? Have fun, but not too much, you filthy boys. K, love you, bye. <laughs> no more Christmas presents. Cutting them off financially. <laughs> no more Done. Christmas. Guess what, kids? I killed Santa. Are you happy now? <laughs> Are you happy? You did this to yourself. <laughs> if you want to bring me this kind of pain as your father, I will bring you this kind of pain as my, well, I can, my child. I can play the pain game. Oh. <laughs> I can play the I pain can. game. I can and will. So Kev says no more Christmas presents. What, what would you None. do, Kyle? Um, I'm definitely not sucking it up and becoming a Raider fan. That's mm -hmm. ridiculous. No. Yeah, I'm not trying to think. My what would that? What would that teacher? What would that teacher kid to just roll yeah. over and give up? My We're all about son, the life lessons as dads, right? Twenty thirty. <laughs> my oldest son will be thirteen. If he decides to be a Charger fan, he's still in the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't Maybe know. Drop him I, off in the desert somewhere and let him figure it out. You know what I mean? Like you'll get home the best yeah. you can. Like, like really hard trial is, and tribulation. I do love the Chargers, but the only thing I love more than the Chargers, I think, is my boys. So they just have to be out of the house. Sundays are not welcome. We'll go to church together, and they got to find a way home later in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Sign them up for like an extra long Sunday school that they have to be <laughs> yeah. at church all day. <laughs> it's like Saturday school for like when you get in trouble at school. Yeah, they have Kyle. they have one on ones with our senior pastor every Sunday from. From 10 until 4 o'clock when all the games are done. There you go. I'm, ch yeah. I'm changing the locks. I can't believe you're this soft. I can't believe you're this soft, Kyle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not happening in my house. There <laughs> will be re retribution and repercussions. <laughs> there will be retribution. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Blonde. And, how, and honestly, how dare you for asking a question like that? <laughs> like that, like you know yeah, how we feel it out there, dude. It's the off season, yeah. dude. People are at, dude. Get ready. There's some fucking <laughs> questions in here. I'm just kidding, Blonde Surfer. Keep me coming. <laughs> Thank you, Blonde Surfer, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boatville Seven One Four. Certified fresh. My brush. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> question. First of all. The Raiders. Okay, that's that's right. You know, let's make no mistake, people. F those pirate hookers and uh, grab them by the you know what. Speaking of hookers, uh, did y'all see the Cardi B vid with the Chargers? I mean, it, it was it was huge. I mean, if you could convert any three celebs to be both fans, who would it be and why? Okay, the Raiders. FTR. Okay, love you. Bye. I did see this. I was kind of dude. This is like a, a Charger media department flex to get oh, yeah, them involved. Right? Like that's yeah, for sure. kind of, the Chargers are doing it correctly. 
I'm not seeing Rams do anything like this. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Rams well, are boring. Yeah. Totally. They're like, boring. we won the Super win this, Bowl. What are we supposed you, to do? You win the Super Bowl and no one shows up to your parade and you're still not doing anything to try mm-hmm. to... Like, how have they not parlayed this Super Bowl championship into more? It's blowing my mind. You would think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if we can convert any three celebs to be Bolt fans, why don't we all come up with we one? We all pick would, one? Yeah. Um, what celebrity would you want to be a Bolt fan? Um, I don't know. I have I have one that popped into my head first, but I don't know if it's a good answer. Okay. Um, okay. but I'll throw it out there and maybe I'll change it. That's fine. This guy's just very like over the top when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an actor and he was actually in a football movie. Okay. Um, he is he's like on the sidelines of UT games all the time, and it's Matthew McConaughey. I think he just he he just like all right, all right, all right. right, right. right. When he when he picks a team, he ride like he goes hard, and he's now like a part owner of the Austin um, soccer team in the MLS. So yeah, I think I think you could bring some good vibes. I don't know, good vibrations. I like it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this guy because he could come dressed in costume, and it would hype everybody in the stadium up. (laughs) That's right. I'm talking about Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Thor. Thor. If Thor came into the stadium, held yeah. up his axe, and just some like fake lightning shot yeah. down or something. That'd be sick. Oh, the crowd would erupt. Everybody would lose. He just their drops shit. in. He drops into the stadium through <laughs> sure, the yeah. Oculus and lands. <laughs> Hello, all people of <laughs> of SoFi. I love that. That's perfect. Actually, that's, that's actually perfect. I think I'm going to go with the rock just because yeah. I think, I think he might supply most of our tailgates with shots of his tequila. Yeah. Um, I think he could be a good Hell ambassador yeah. for us getting party down lit at tailgates. <laughs> and he's also pretty rad and a former football player and owns the XFL now. So maybe he could, uh, Kick us some some more parhams. Oh, he some could more storm uh, Nortons. Yeah, he could he could have some inside dope being like, don't pick that guy. Pick that's pick this true. Guy. Oh, yeah, right we get an inside track it. for the yeah. the XFL yeah. stuff. Dude, like parhams it. don't just grow on trees. You know, there's not not a parham tree. So we need no. some help. Last I we need some help. <laughs> there's that's no check. Um. All right. Well, Boltville seven one four. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on Which now to Herb, aka Tom T's burner, who asked the question. I'm so excited for Isaiah Spiller. I can't believe we got him in the fourth round. I mean, how often do you see us using Spiller? And if you had to pick one jersey to wear the rest of your life, who would it be? One Charger player and one non-Charger. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, the, the hype exciting. for Isaiah Spiller is is legit. We are pretty excited. I mean... Run, running back's an exciting position, right? It's like drafting mm-hmm. a right guard... It's not that exciting. I'm stoked about it, but I'm not like, right. oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to see him block a dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like the easiest, yeah. it's the easiest position to see if they translate to the NFL. Right. It's right. the easiest yeah. position to be like, okay, well, that worked. He had five yeah. yards per carry yeah. and right. he scored a touchdown. Um, so I, that's definitely exciting that he's a charger. And But it, we'll see what happens with this running back room. There's still a lot of guys yeah. there that have a lot to prove. So Right. Um, it'll be healthy competition. Absolutely. Um, and if you had to pick one jersey to wear for the rest of your life, who would it be one charger and one non-charger? Hmm. Charger. I don't know why I would wear a non-charger. 
I got an answer. Um, it's kind of a cop out. Obviously, my Charger jersey would be Philip Rivers. Sure. And my non-Charger jersey would be LT on the Jets. Oh, interesting. Interesting. There's a loophole in the system. I thought you were going to say like a Quentin Meeks or something like that. I dug down into the the loophole. No. (laughs) No. No. I love Quentin Meeks. Actually, that's a good answer, but not forever. Sorry. Um, All right. Well, I would say... I mean, I would also have to say Philip Rivers. I mean, there's a part of me right now that wants to say Herbert, but I think it's more to honor Phil because I think Herbert's going to get honored 12 times over than than yeah. Phil will. So um, I would say Phil for the Charger and then non-Charger. I got to think about that. Kevin, who's your Charger? Mine, mine's a little difficult because I have the Phil jersey but it's mounted behind glass and I don't really want to break in case of emergency. So I'm going to leave that there. Uh, Cause I get to see it all the time. Nice cop out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice way to avoid uh, wearing the fill forever. Um, I probably go say, uh, cause it's just 55 yeah. is just such a yeah. good number. Um, but Herbert was close, but, uh, but it's close. Um, it's, it's happening. Yeah. I'm going to go non charger Jersey. I'm going to go with, it was that one weird, it was the XFL. It was the, he hate me. Like, what does that mean? Who is that? What does it mean? Exactly. I would never be wearing that jersey, but that's the one I would pick. There you go. Or Meta World Peace. How about that? A basketball jersey. There you go. Yeah, it's non-charger. That's another charger cool. jersey. Nice. Go different yeah, they, were, they didn't say specifically charger. You can uh-uh, do whatever they just said no, any non-charger. Oh, yeah. change, take it back. Tony Gwynn jersey. Done. There you go. Mm. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. I'm not even Way thinking to piss baseball. off all the Dodger fans that are <laughs> Dude, Dodger fans can appreciate the awesomeness that was Tony. Yeah, Tony Gwynn. He's, he's, a, staple. he's a staple of yeah. baseball, not just San Diego baseball. Yeah. Um, you know, that's not a bad pull. I might do that too. I think I'll <laughs> I'll say for my non-charger, I'll go Trevor Hoffman. Oh, from the pods. Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells, baby. Loved Trevor Hoffman, man. That, that was is, the coolest. Uh, yeah, every time you heard that at a game, that was like everyone just lost yeah. their mind. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, there we go. We finally came up with an answer. Yes. Oh, good question. I thought you said you had yeah. a question. Sorry. Oh, yes. no. I had a question, good question. Too. Yeah, good question. Great question, Herb. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to, hey, guys, big fan here who asked the question. If you were to get Dutch ovened by any player on the roster, who would it be? Ew. This is gross. <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> You guys are uh, gross. Who's um, a vegetarian on the team? Because that would be the easiest, probably, to palate to for the palate. <laughs> for the palate. <laughs> I'm just like, if you're gonna get Dutch oven, I don't want somebody well, eating uh, so, beef and like right. Gra- so we could, yeah, yeah. You're all, not looking for a brain all the linemen, go Dutch oven. Uh, yeah, yeah, defensive yeah, yeah. linemen, offensive linemen, they're out. Get them out. They're yeah, done. Give me somebody light. Somebody, somebody vegetarian <laughs> kicker, something like that. The vegetarian kicker. I'll take one of those. So Hopkins or J.K. Scott, something like that. Yeah, something with a low dairy content in their diet. Brutal question, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, doesn't that require you being under the under the covers? Oh yeah, that's that's the effective. It's implied that there's it's implied that there's something else going on with that person. 
it's bad yeah. enough that it's happening, but you got to ask yourself that you're in that situation. Like, how did I get here? Like, why is this happening? Yeah, why how is this getting, an option? How, yeah, why am I getting like, touch oven by a charger player? You just under there like, pull up. That's actually really funny. To think about. <laughs> I just <laughs> love <laughs> Chargers so much. All right, first, for Please a Super Bowl, this. For, for, a, <laughs> all right, for a Super Bowl, for a Super Bowl, would you let everyone on the team Dutch oven you individually? <laughs> yes, like, individually. Yeah, he said yes instantly. Not a Super Bowl. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's okay. it's nasty. <laughs> and I don't know how uh, that would have an influence over the Super Bowl win. Don't, don't think about it too much. No, but just yeah. let it happen. Close hey, your there's, eyes. There's, a, Bolt there's a lot of weird things Kevin does eating bur- same burrito before every game. <laughs> I just don't want it to become a tradition. It's yeah, like I have yeah. to have that done before every every year to be a successful year. I have to get the Dutch <laughs> oven. That'd be rough. <laughs> All right. Hi there. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a weirdest side eye. Weirdest uh, look. This is uh, awesome. oh, that was good. Did you not know they were coming? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's, let's roll. Let's move let's it roll. along. Hey guys, big fan here. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to shamelessly positive Ryan, who asked the question. Hello, gents. It's been a while, but I'm back. My question, if you could put anyone on defense and any position on offense, as well as anyone on offense in at any position on defense, who and why? My choices are Braden Fajoko at fullback and Keenan Allen at safety. K love you by FTR. Like Good call. That. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I, I have found this doesn't that... involve inhaling farts. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a little more charger. This is a win-win question. Yeah. When I coached in high school, I felt like obviously you have the wide receiver corner switch over. That's an easy flip-flop. Mm-hmm. You do have the linebackers are super versatile. So you could do linebacker, fullback, linebacker, running back, linebacker, tight end. Um, so I think I would put Drew Tranquil at fullback, which I like the fullback call because that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird, different, versatile position. Mm-hmm. I think he could catch the ball well. Um, and then offense to defense, I think I would put um, Mike Williams at safety. And I know he's done that. I, I think we've done that before with them in those fourth yeah. and forever yeah. end of half oh, stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that would be my answer. I like that. I don't know if you saw last offseason, but Justin Herbert is really good at kicking field goals also. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Justin Herbert as kicker because I just Oh, you're going to go with special teams. Okay. I think I think he, you know, because kickers get the most points out of any position group in the league. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let him have that too. Like okay. just try that out for a year. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I'd go with that. And then maybe I think Joey Bosa at left tackle, just because he knows how to beat the shit out of him so well, maybe he'd be good at it, knowing not how to get beat. Yeah. Not the body type we need, but it's all up here, baby. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, let's see. I would put, uh, I like Joey Bosa on the line, but I put him at right tackle. 
as opposed to left. Not I think quite so fill a hole. You don't have full confidence. Yeah, fill a hole. Yeah, yeah. Put, put, you just yeah. want him to like not get in the way too bad. Of right. What we have yeah, it's just got to be a Storm Norton, and we'll take it. And we'll take it absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and offense to defense, I would put. Uh, You know, I would put Austin Eckler at linebacker. <laughs> or strong safety. <laughs> Maybe I don't know about safety. I, I, I'll put him at linebacker. Swap. I think he's coming okay. in to, to hit some guys. I think he's, he's you know, okay. built low. Five, five, I think seven, he's used to shredding that stuff. I think he can come yeah. in and just hit okay. some guys in the gut. Just, the <laughs> you know, just, I'll give you that. I'll give you that most of the time. A linebacker basically is the running back of the defense because the same hole that the running back's looking for, the linebacker's looking for. Mm-hmm. So he'd have that Shoot advantage. So, but him taking on a guard, that that might be a tough look for Mr. Eckler. Maybe yeah. he'll just get around it. Yeah, he squeaks through. Yeah. I like it. Going to their legs, five hole style. I, I like it. Hockey. Dude, my when I coached at when I coached at Del Norte, when we went to the playoffs, I had a little kid. Mark Bioli is a stud. He's now a, a Navy SEAL, and he was a little guy, like wow, five, five, six, maybe hmm. playing varsity football and in the playoffs. And he was a stud. He had led the team in tackles. So yeah, put, put Eck out there. Let's see. Let's be that no. different team. Let's try it. <laughs> huh. All right. Shamelessly positive. Ryan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Dak. Certified fresh. Cool. <laughs> Who asked the question? <laughs> How big of an impact do you think Van Noy will make in our linebacker core? What will the effect of a great linebacker be on someone like Kenneth Murray? All right, I'd throw the question to you there, Coach. What do you think? Yeah, I think what's the biggest part of the Fenoy pickup is keeping guys fresh, right? Not having to have uh, Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa on the field at all times. Because I, th- mm-hmm. I do think the more that I've thought about it, I think they brought him in as a, as a number three rush edge rush. Mm. Um, he obviously can play in the middle, right? And that's mm-hmm. why we love him because he's versatile. So if somebody goes down in the middle, we lose Drew. Kenneth can't play right away. You could, you should be able to toss him in there. He's a vet. He should be able to learn the defense fast enough uh, to be able to put him in there. So I think, I think it's going to help in just everywhere at depth. I think mm-hmm. it makes us a better all-around football team having him in there. And he's a, he's a really good dude. I think he's not going to pull the. Tannehill and be like, we're in competition. I'm not going to help anyone. We'll see who wins. He's not going to pull that. Like if, if Kenneth has things that he wants help with, I'm sure he would give him any pointers and things of that sort. So um, it's another huge character guy that we've added as a vet to the team. All right. Yeah. And I think I'm sure, I mean, just like some of these other guys that we brought in, they brought in players that have been to the championships have, have that winning mentality bringing that in is also just going to elevate that with all the other players as well as we've seen. And so, it's crazy that I'm old enough to be a vet in the NFL now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're old so enough to be retired you for you guys years. Be, yeah. Unless you're Tom Brady, you're fully retired. <laughs> oh, yeah. fully full blown yeah. retirement. I'll be lucky if I got a game in, but, uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dak, thank you for asking the question. Uh, we move it on now to, JTEX33 and Jumbo Wumbo Ding Dong. <laughs> Certified <laughs> fresh. Now, you both 
literally wrote the same script. So I wow. don't know who originally wrote this. I feel like somebody somebody's trolling pasting. somebody else. I don't know who. Ooh. JTEX33 has been on before, so I'm inclined to think it's Jumbo Wumbo Ding Dong that's uh, <laughs> being a real ding dong. Being a real found, ding dong. We but... found JTEX's burner account and he accidentally posted, <laughs> posted it twice. Jumbo. Ding dong, yeah. <laughs> so nice. I, yeah, I can't tell who posted it first, but you both literally literally wrote the same script. So here we go. <laughs> oh, dude, what's up, CC gang? Question here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, would you have your significant other cheat on you if it meant that the Chargers could win the Super Bowl? Take your time on this one. I mean, they might be listening. <laughs> Additional question. If you choose for them to remain faithful, what other team are you rooting for since you aren't a real diehard fan? <laughs> uh, as always, bolt up. K, love you. Bye. Oh, and uh, f the Raiders, man. <laughs> So this episode, we're getting Dutch ovened and cheated on by our spouses. Yeah, it's uh, you're getting both it from of all which sides. Are, seems reasonable enough to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I again will disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think Kevin's been with his wife in Disney in Florida for too long. I just I, I might have like a minor heat stroke, honestly. I my brain's a little scrambly eggy. But yeah. All I want I'm right sure now in this in this moment, I want yes. to keep bowl. So whatever it takes. I'm sure it'll stand up in court. Um I'm sure it will. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, because it it's not saying that they couldn't win a Super Bowl. It's just saying Without that it, it's a guarantee. It's, it, just making it a guarantee. Uh, so. I'm gonna roll the dice with the roster we got. Right, that we're gonna win on the one talent. naturally. Have you, have you seen the movie Indecent Proposal? If I can be guaranteed that <laughs> we will win a Super Bowl, I will put, I will get as much money as I can and put on the Chargers, and then we'll be crazy rich. Plus, we will have won a Super Bowl. And uh, I don't. Your wife that, leaves you. She realizes, I, wow, there's some. I'm kind of rad. More than, though, than so I don't Kevin's know. given to me. I'm kind of rad. Um, All right, this that's is a good confidence. question. I like you. Just, <laughs> you just opened up a can of worms. I'm kind of feeling <laughs> this like right. thing. <laughs> yeah. Why did I bring up a decent proposal? That's the opposite of what I want to happen. Whatever. <laughs> well, we'll let me let me pull the ripcord. Yeah, JTEX33 and Jumbo <laughs> Wumbo Ding Dong. Thank you both for <laughs> writing the same question. Let's move it on now to CD, who asked the question. Okay, guys, I've got two. Hoo-ha! Would you rather fight an orangutan with a sword before you go to watch each Chargers game or fight a chicken every time you get in a vehicle? Also, what would I have to do to take a shotgun with Wooldog at game day or at game one? Excuse me, game one in Thunder Alley. Hoo-ha! I like shotgun and gears, too. Um, yeah. yeah, but you don't have a gift, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine has a gift. It's not your thing, dude. Live in infamy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it'll take all that much to make it happen. As long no. as you find Bulldog yeah. and bring him a yeah, beer. Yeah, just got to find me. Good. If you can find yeah. me, beer yeah. in hand, I'm ready to go. 
Because it'll cost you about a dollar fifty. Yeah, cost you depending about, on the beer. Cost you about a tree fifty. Um, tree fifty. I will say, orangutans. They are known to rip off certain appendage when they're oh, angry. Yeah. Oh, eat and faces. Yeah. I, the risk of that. I think I might have to go after a chicken every time I get. Yeah, and then you can eat the chicken too. Right. Yeah. You and chicken's chicken not and hard. It. I mean, no, that's, that's a lot scary. of chicken. Unless, I mean, you got long, time you get unless you're dealing with an El Pollo Loco. Yeah. Beware. But that, this doesn't meat. say you don't get to have a weapon. Right. What if you fought the orangutan <laughs> with a sword? That might be fun. <laughs> but what if <laughs> you <laughs> drop the sword? They'll rip your balls off. <laughs> Every time you get in the car, this chicken comes That's running lot, up, dude. I drive a lot. Just, You've got a handgun. You just me. boom, you just shoot it every time. No, dude, I'm gonna just kick the shit out of it. Just kick it across the street, and you're done. That would get old, dude. That would get real old. This you is want to like, risk it. But how many games do I go to every year? I go to like five games, so five <laughs> sword fights, or. Every time I get in a car, my whole life I fight a chicken. Never in history of chicken fighting has a chicken ever ripped off a dick, Kyle. Just know that. I'm just take saying, that I, and put that in the back. Of your Kevin's mind. done the research. I'm aware of how orangutans—they're really vicious. Well, I could take the same gun and shoot the orangutan. Sword, Kyle. Read the question. I don't know. Orangutans. But the orangutan has a sword. Not me. Has a sword. Oh, you you cut it off. And you didn't have to pull it off. This is a, this is a lose lose with the orangutan. I think I take the orangutan, fight orangutan with the sword. Every time I get in, a, I get we'll in the car three, chicken. four, five times a day. I have to fight a chicken five times a day. It's insane. Get a get one of those high powered scooters that go really fast. It's not a car. It'll be fine. And it's any vehicle. So if if you're taking an Uber or a Lyft, <laughs> late night, hold on late one night, second. yeah. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can go. <laughs> oh, God. That would suck. I fight the orangutan. Five, They're like, we've heard about you. You're that guy. <laughs> Give me a chicken. chicken. Guy. All right. Uh, CD, thank you for asking the question. Let's, so move, let's move it on now it. to True JP, who asked the question. Excuse me. In your opinion, what single play last year had the biggest impact on our season? How would that have gone differently with this year's team on the field? Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the play. play that had the biggest impact was in overtime when Travis Kelsey took the ball and ran all the way yeah. down the field. And we yeah. couldn't, we were so tired we couldn't touch him. That was that was the single biggest play because that we win that game, we would have taken over first in the division. There would have been a whole lot different momentum working its way right, into yeah. those last couple of weeks. So uh, I think that is a gigantic difference. Um, I'm hoping with the amount of DBs that we've added, we have a little bit more depth than what we had because uh, I know Derwin was hurt and wasn't playing. And I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly who it was that was lined up on on Kelsey, but it was a gigantic mismatch, and he just ran right down the field untouched. So right. Um, that's I I hope it's different with this year's team, but in my opinion, that was the biggest the biggest play of the season last year. Uh, didn't we have uh, this Kano the volcano miss a field goal at the Cowboys game like right off the bat like he missed a, a field goal there. It was something right. that, that kind of cost us there. It's just right. another one of those things. He got he got booted after that. I think I think Kelsey is one of them, but I just remember like if we would have won that Cowboy game, it might have been a different kind of season a different kind of setup i don't know i don't 
looking back on it, you look at the roster, we don't didn't have what we have now. So how how far could they have gone? But um, it's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it, when I read this question, it's like, well, I want to think of like, what's a what's a positive thing that happened that could that change the whole season? But really, looking back at last season, it was defensive issues couldn't stop the run mismatches like with Kelsey and uh it, it really that I mean it it's hard to pick just one because so many of those games were close too. like yeah honestly any one of those games that if we could have just flipped it in our favor yeah. would have changed the entirety of the season so yeah it's hard to pick one but you've got some good ones there uh true JP so thank you for asking the question yeah gotta do what they gotta do let's move it on now next question bolt fan 43 who asked the question to start here are some haikus kevin likes movies herbert makes his butt cheeks clench gives the hugs for free kyle knows football he loves to fuck with kevin He's the favorite son. <laughs> what? Warlock does voices. His beard makes the ladies purr and loves his segues. And now, Kevin picks any movie quotes or monologue of his choosing. Kyle gets to pick a voice. Warlock recites the quote in that voice. All right. Well, BoltFan43, thank you for the haikus. Those were great haikus. Loaded. That's a loaded haiku. (laughs) Butt cheeks are clenching for Justin Herbert. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's on pitch for sure. Yeah, it's it's spot on. It is. Pretty pretty spot on. All right. Well, Kevin, pick a a movie quote. Uh, We'll go with... um... Well, that's just great, man. Why don't you put her in charge? (laughs) <laughs> Kyle, pick a voice. Dick Vitale, baby! Okay. All right, here you go. <laughs> Hudson Why Miller. don't you put her in charge, baby? <laughs> Game over, man! Game over, baby! <laughs> oh, we need to do more of these. Yeah. That was solid. Brooks, Dick Vitale would have right. been great. Dick Vitale would have been great in Aliens. I just will say that right now. <laughs> that's, that's right, baby. <laughs> I would have shut those aliens right in the <laughs> noggin. Put one in the mill and call it a day. <clears throat> All right. Bolt fan 43, thank you Good one. Good for the one. request. All right. Now we move it on to Senior Snappy with a continuation of last week's story. Where oh, is it gosh, going? Here we go. Let's find out. How does Wolldog get out of this predicament? (laughs) (laughs) Only time will tell. Meanwhile, in the lobby of a dusty Motel Cinco in San Ysidro, California. So the desk phone starts ringing off the hook, and of course, it's room 68. So I pick up, and he's all, I'm trying to call my buddy, and it's a life or death whatever guy. So I'm all, hello, this is the front desk in a motel, sir. No matter what number you dial, that phone only calls the front desk. And I swear to God, he freaks out about being stuck in his room. I was going to tell him to twist the knob harder, but he'd probably think I was, like, into him or something. Ew. Did you try the trap door? I asked him, like, 
Duh. <laughs> so Enrique, that like sexy maintenance guy, said he's got a shaft that goes all the way to Tijuana down there. He kept saying it was in 69, but I'm pretty sure it was 68. Anyway, <laughs> Wolfbeard or whatever got all excited and just hung up. <laughs> Then, like, a minute later, the cops show up, said they were looking for a dog or something. I don't know. So now it's, like, a week later, and that wolf beard guy just still hasn't checked out. I'm not even going in there, that's for sure. I told Enrique about it, and now he's all pissed. I wonder what that beard guy is going to do when Enrique's friends find him in that tunnel. All right. Well, apparently, I've... You got decided out. to go down a trapdoor tunnel, yep. and uh, oh wow! And I'm on my way. Tunnel. Yeah, a smuggler's tunnel, and from San Ysidro, and I'm on my way to Tijuana. Dude, they, oh, wow. that there was actually a big tunnel that was just found this last week. Oh, really? on get border. out of here! And I think it was an Otay Mesa, like a um, really, yeah, like a structure. What am I thinking? Like a industrial park. Okay. They found a trapdoor that went underground all the way to TJ. <laughs> Holy shit. So that's wow. what you found, old dog, and you That's escaped. what I found. I found the under, underground railroad to Tijuana. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what kind of a transformation Wooldog takes in TJ. Like, who do you become down there? What's Wooldog in Spanish? I become a whole different man. Wooldpedal. 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 Well, you don't mess with Wooldpedal, Holmes. Um, the return of Wooldpedal. All right. Well, yeah, I've left my dog in the room. I've taken the trap door. Uh, and I... No, you could take the dog down the trap door. Well, uh, that's not what this says. This says uh, the cop showed up uh, oh, was, oh, yeah, looking for a dog or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, so we got yeah. Will Dog Jr. He's coming along with me. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> okay. You, you made out the great on this deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's next? We'll find out. But uh, Senior Snappy, thank you for the continuing story. <laughs> thank you. We are on our way to Tijuana, folks. <laughs> Let's find out what happens. <laughs> We're on um, our way to Tijuana. <laughs> All right. Well, we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with an old favorite of ours, Jeeves. The D is silent. Who asked the question? But he's no longer silent. That's no, right. he's, no not. he's not. He's very vocal. Here we go. <laughs> I'm back, ladies. Like, lol, since Willie got the Cholo voice down, let's go with the Chola. That's the female Cholo, just to be clear, lol. What's up? What's up to all you fools out there? It's it's your down-ass binge pinche common, a.k.a. La Flaca, a.k.a. Shy Girl, a.k.a. Mommy Chula, a.k.a. Raider Stomper, a.k.a. Disrespect My Bolts, and I'll shank your ass, fool. No lying. Hey, and don't, like, talk shit about my eyebrows either, all right? Because, like, I haven't done them yet, fool, okay? Like, I'll stab you for that shit, too, homie. I'm sensitive, fool. Anyways, fools, what's cracking, eh? I've been watching these fucking videos and shit, eh? Our chargers are looking fucking feed, my fools. That Vato Jamal Davis, no lie, looks like he fucking Hulk on steroids, fool. You think you'll make the squad, eh? Okay, I got like two more questions for you, fools, okay? Don't trip, check it out, eh? What food do you think will have the most tackles this year, eh? Then, like, for the next one, eh? What fool will have the most catches, eh? Damn fools, don't, like, hurt yourself with these fucking brainbuster questions, all right? 
So like, I'm going to bounce and shit, eh? I got to go put these fucking eyebrows on because I know you fuckers are laughing at me and shit. Okay, don't fucking lie, eh? All right, fools. Pinche comment out, eh? Later, putos. Oh, yeah. And fuck the bitch-ass Raiders, eh? Jeez. <sighs> Jeeves. Jeeves is back. <laughs> back and insulting. Oh, man. I love it. Uh, yeah, folks, I, I, I do my best, I promise. Um, all right. So first question, Jamal Davis, is he making the squad with those tree trunk thighs? I don't know if they'll let him in the building with legs. That big. <laughs> I, I think know. he's getting tested sooner or later. I think they're going to do yeah, sure, tests yeah. on him. Is that it? After preseason week one, they're going to call yeah. him in. Some genetics. Okay. That's Fair enough. But do you think he makes it? It's a tough position now with the depth that we, with the Kyle Vinoy signing, depth, that's yeah. tough. Because Chris Rump is there too. That's your four right there. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he can prove that he can play down inside a little bit, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and add some he's versatility. Gotta he's got to yeah, impress for sure. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be a, a a pawn that can play different more than one spot. If he's just a pure edge rusher, yeah, then I don't think he's going to make the team. If he can play down inside a little bit, um, then maybe. I even saw on his Instagram. He was playing stand-up like middle linebacker at um, when he was at sc- in college. So I don't know what his versatility is there, but he's got to he's got to prove that he could do more than one thing, right. um, pretty quick to make the squad. Yeah, preseason will definitely be that opportunity if we can see him making plays out there. Yeah, um, I I could see him at least making practice squad. Yeah, I I don't think oh, yeah, he'll I think make that's the easy. roster. It's- yeah. Somebody would have so to he's gonna shit have the to bed have pretty hard for him to make the roster, I think. He's yeah. going to have to have an offseason. And and also, like we don't want to talk about injuries, but it might be more of that for him to properly make it. But who knows? Maybe he'll have an amazing offseason and be ready right. to go and impress everyone. We'll see. We will see. And then who's the food that's going to have more tackles and the food that's going to have more catches? I think Keenan Allen's going to lead us in catches. I think he's yeah, going to bounce back from some of those drops and stuff that he was doubted on. I think yeah. he'll bounce back and lead us again because he's just that go-to guy. He doesn't. Mike Williams feeds on the deep ball, which is great. We need that absolutely. Right. But yeah. Keenan's your go-to guy. He still yeah. is. So um, hopefully he leads us. I think that's a good thing if he's leading us in catches. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and then the middle linebacker should lead your team in tackles. He's not going to have the sacks and the tackles for loss, but I'm saying, I think Drew Tranquil is going to have a big huge year. So I'm, I'm saying Drew. Can't argue with that. The only thing I'll say is if, uh, you know, Kenneth Murray comes back, you know, like he was, if he can catch something and yeah. take some snaps from Tranquil, that could be the option. But obviously the other one, I agree. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It should be Keenan Allen. I mean, you, you could make the argument with how much you were talking about Gerald Everett, that maybe he might have more catches if he ends up being a, a ball magnet for, for Herbert. But I agree. I think Keenan Allen should be the one that gets the most catches. Yeah. He's got um, like the, he's got like the most, the most amount of seasons in a row with a hundred plus reception. Yeah. Or something right. Like that. Yeah. So I think that's just an easy done sealed delivered, you know, record for him to get. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, Drew Tranquil. I can't. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, yeah, there's, there's nobody else that makes sense to to get the most tackles. Um, I think it's it's going to be a year for unless Derwin, Derwin unless they're playing yeah. him absolutely everywhere. If Derwin comes down in the box he, a lot more than yeah, he could do it too. But he's a big play guy. He's the tackle for losses, the sacks, the interceptions. He's right. not the get twelve to fifteen tackles Quantity. a game kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Jeebs. Thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, 
for asking questions and ask both fam. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and we appreciate you, Kev, for coming in and and hanging out with us for Asphalt Fam. I hope uh, I hope the family's doing all right in the suite, and, and you I'm don't make them up. No Dutch <laughs> oven. back in. No Dutch and, uh, I, I want to go Dutch oven. Everyone in that room, <laughs> every single one of my every family members, child has gets Dutch oven. <laughs> it's not going to be all good. Right. My wife's not going to be happy, but it's got to be done. It's got to be done, folks. It's got to be done. <laughs> what was for dinner? What do we have for dinner? It was a weird dinner. It was like popcorn and candy and weird Ooh, chicken. Bro. Oh, that could be a brutal one. It's going to be explosive. <laughs> we'll get them. All it's right. Kind. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Uh, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye, fool. And now, a word from our sponsors. In a world that's powered by football. On the streets where football has power. A new generation carries on an old tradition. Charger Chat Productions invites you into a dangerous world of ruthless men, powerful safeties, and fiery nights at the clubs. This summer, behold the underbelly of the most badass fan base. The Milligan Mafia. Rated R. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.